baby, you know what that sound means. It's time for The Edge with Terry Waldrop. Terry talks about all the hottest topics in sports every single weekday from 9 to 10 a.m. He's controversial, he's charismatic, and he's the captain of this ship for the next hour. Here's your host, Terry Waldrop. All right, all right, all right. Welcome in Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx on a Tuesday, the day after Memorial Day 2018. That's May 29th for those of you counting at home. Welcome in. Appreciate you spending a little part of your morning with us. You're welcome to reach out. You can talk to us or you can send us smarmy, smart alecky text messaging. Either one, 888-993-7762, 888-993-7762, which is the Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union text line and hotline. And, uh, and Jamie, normally this is where I say we are sponsored by Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital, simply the best pet care you're going to get anywhere in the free world. Go see him on US 165 North in Monroe, 318-345-4545. Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital. However, I'm going to amend that today. Okay. We have a new sponsor that you're unaware of. This segment of the show is going to be sponsored by the Houston Rockets three-point shooting basketball camp. Coming to a brick factory near you somewhere this summer, dear God. You know what? The uh, they went, uh, they finished the game one for thirty from the three-point line. Is that just the second half? Yeah, yeah, yeah. one for thirty, including missing twenty-seven shots in a row. So, the uh, the NBA stat geeks, which they tend to do, uh, did some research. Houston is a thirty-five percent three-point shooting team. You know, throughout the season, which a lot of stats it gives you a good idea. The odds of them going 0 for 27 were 1 in 120,000. It's actually like 118 and change, but uh, to round it up, 1 in 120,000. Well, I, true. Uh, were they North Korean rockets? <laughs> apparently so. They were They were off target for certain, and they uh, they exploded after takeoff. Uh, full disclosure, I didn't catch all of it, uh, but I was – Managed to make it to – I was fired up because I thought, hey, I was pulling for the Rockets. I was too. Uh, obviously, without Chris Paul, I thought this is going to be uh, an epic uh, upset, even though Houston was at home. And I thought, let's, let's, uh, you know, hey, they could pull this thing with, off without Chris Paul. This is amazing. I still think the uh, secret weapon would have been to put Nene in. Uh, they chose not to. Kevo and Aaron were discussing this a little bit earlier. And, you know – I understand the ISO play. I know Harden is your go-to guy, obviously, in a game like this. But, Terry, at some point, do you not – when you're when you're shooting that percentage, do you not start trying to push it inside some? I mean well, – yeah, To the guy that was 9 out of 10 from the field? Yeah. Oh, who could that have possibly been? Yeah. <laughs> you know, exactly. that dude didn't miss. Uh, all right. Golden State so, is – So, pump the brakes here. And, and, look, it was, a, it was a tale. I'll break it down for you. I was doing a little bit of it on, on social media last night. The first half of the game, especially the first quarter, if you will, the Rockets were playing with a youthful exuberance, the energy. They were out hustling. Kevin Durant looked like he'd rather be at a spelling bee than out on the court, being muscled around, banged around, uh, just physically outplayed. Uh, But yet the Rockets, in the second half, when they went up like 13 or 14 points, they're incredibly bad shooting. Mm -hmm. And, And I'm talking about shot selection. You know, you could make bad shots, and people do it all the time. Go to one of these high school games in the summertime. Uh, people make bad shots all the time. But that doesn't mean you're going to consistently make them. Right. 
And Houston had a chance to really bury, I felt like, Golden State in that second quarter. They absolutely had a chance to put some significant distance uh, to the tune of probably the mid-20s. Uh, it's a whole different game at that point. It's an 11-point game at halftime. Right. And that was after Houston melted – or uh, Golden State melted down and let Gordon get all the way to the rim at the, at the buzzer. But the sh- the horrific shot selection by Houston, uh, Golden State weathered the storm. And in the third quarter, Golden State does what they've done uh, pretty much this whole playoff series. Third quarter, they've been better than everybody else. They shot the ball well. All of a sudden, Houston's really bad shots. Houston, uh, Golden State wasn't capitalizing on that in the second quarter. First quarter, they started capitalizing it on the third. Now, all of a sudden, you got a hold. Mm-hmm. And all that emotion you came with is gone. Mm-hmm. Let, okay, and let, let's do this. Let's go ahead and make Houston people mad. Don't ever mention James. And hey, James Harden may be the MVP this year in the league, uh, which is idiotic. James Harden is not the MVP on his own team. Let me go further. James Harden's not the MVP in his own backcourt. That's Chris Paul. That, it's Chris Paul. He's clearly the most valuable player in Houston. It's Chris Paul. It's not James Harden. James Harden had a chance to step in last night. Chris Paul goes out the last two games with, with a hamstring injury. And you know what? Chris Paul is injury prone. That's sort of been the story of his career. Dude, is, is, and some people are just injury. Gordon Haywood, Kyrie Irving. Anthony Davis. These cats are injury prone. Doesn't mean they're not great players. They are. They're injury prone. Thing about LeBron James, dude has been like a Mack truck for 18 years. Uh, At any rate, he's out. So James Harden on the biggest game of his career, the biggest stage, game seven at home against the defending NBA world champions. You have a chance to take them out cement your legacy as MVP. You're going head-to-head with your former teammate Durant. You're going head-to-head with Curry. And James Harden puts up numbers, but they're not anything what he needed to put up. Uh, The percentages are awful. He guards no one. And so, again, he's not the MVP in his own backcourt. So I'm tired of hearing this about the MVP of the league. He's not. And where were the other points going to come from? Uh, Capella? Capella? Eric Gordon, to some extent, I think stepped up a little bit, stepped up his game to some extent. There was nothing outside of, really, though, outside of Harden. You know what he gives you, as you said, defensively, nothing. So, uh, you know, I think the thing that surprised me is is how the Rockets, as you said, youthful exuberance, got off to that great start, or had a, what is it, 11-point lead at the half. As you said, it could have been extended into the 20s, which is, makes it a different game at that point. Uh, I think a lot of it was the uh, – at one point, now I don't know how much of this was predicated with Chris Paul being in the lineup, but it was the to run the defense to try to iso Curry more so than Draymond Green. They were, I mean, the, the Rockets were trying to avoid they were daring Draymond Green to shoot the ball. Mm-hmm. Please shoot it. You can't beat a shoot the ball. It was a, look, yeah. the Rockets switched everything. They did a good job on that. Right. But but here's the problem trend-ition wise, and this it doesn't matter if you're you're coaching a, a third grade team or you're coaching the NBA. A bad shot leads to transition. You can't get your defense set. And as good as the shooters are with Golden State and even with Houston, uh, making the extra pass, Houston made the extra pass. They got away from, so much from the iso ball uh, that Houston just went into a into a shell for. And that game was over. I mean, it was, you know, it was a, it was a tale of two halves. But the thing about Harden, and then they have pictures of Harden after the game. He's laughing and clowning around and, it, it, you know, FS, uh, 
the uh, FSA. Houston fans should stop using the term clutch city. You know, I've got a new term for Houston. How about crutch city? Because if I hear one more time, the referees got Houston. Did the referees miss some calls? And, guys, I was pulling for Houston in game seven last night. I'm not a big Houston fan. I just wanted to see somebody different in it. And as, uh, as a good friend of mine pointed out, uh, and I'm not a fan of Bill Maher by any means, but Bill Maher had a smarmy point that I thought was pretty good. Had Houston won, uh, your friend Khloe Kardashian of Kardashian fame would have been had romantic interludes with members of both teams because she uh, had dated James Harden. And Tristan Thompson, that plays for the Cleveland Cavaliers, uh, I believe that they just had a child together. Oh, Lord. And, and try to, uh, Harden, I think, was the guy that she took. She was married to Lamar Odom. Yes. Right? Yes, correct. For the Lakers. And he, like, OD'd on, on some stuff. And so he's in the hospital on his deathbed at the point. And they're still married. And she took a date, James Harden, to see him at the hospital. Well, that's not the way to say your, show your love to your. Hey, you take a date. Take hey, your date. hey, what, what am I supposed to do? I can't be. A, but anyway. I can't go by myself. That would have been interesting, the, card, the, the Chloe cam. Is she, uh, you know, that would have been fun. But anyway, how about Crutch City? How about, well, if this keeps up at, at this pace, Chloe Kardashian's probably going to have a boyfriend on every NBA team, or one, either a boyfriend or a husband from every NBA franchise, and that's 32 in your county. If you're doing the new Common Core math, that's 32 uh, husbands, boyfriends, slash uh, romantic that's inter- just if it's interlopers. One per, that's just if it's one per team. Yes. Do you really think it's one per team? So on, my man. question of the day is how do you really keep up with the Kardashians? Not easy. Get a, get a yeah. Rolodex and a calculator. Yeah, apparently. Absolutely, apparently, Chloe. That's hey, mom. I'm bringing. Uh, I've got. Uh, I'm bringing home a Kardashian. Dear God. Uh, anyway. And the next question is why? Why? Yes. So she's on a roll. Uh, the Rockets are uh, yet again out. I was absolutely pulling for. And I, I guess Cleveland. And Terry, I guess this begs the question as we go into uh, round four of Cleveland versus Golden State. What is on everybody's mind, is it? Is it? Uh, can the Cavaliers win and send LeBron off into the sunset with another team, or what team does LeBron end up and say, "Oh, I don't know, Houston next year"? Uh, I don't think Houston's wired to win that big. I, and I hate to, you know, Rocket fans are going to be mad. I got people that listen to us in Houston, mm-hmm. and they're friends of mine. Look, you, you got exposed last night. You did. You got exposed. The analytics, which Daryl Morey and those guys are like whiz kids. They're Bill Gates and Jobs and Wozniak and all those guys with the analytics of shooting this, shooting that. You got historically bad shooting. Jamie, do you realize that, uh, and what were they, seven for 44? Is that what the stat? I have to pull it Final up. by the time I think it was seven for, Do you realize that uh, like 11 for 44 wins that game? Just, had made four more shots. Yeah, just four more shots. I, I mean, if you shoot, I think and they it shot, wins that game. What sixteen percent from the field? If you shoot like twenty-two percent, you win. Your final is one hundred one to ninety-two, yeah, and that shows you the, yeah. the the analytics, the the power of the analytics part of it. Um, uh, it, it, it Terry, if you are Houston, where do you go at this point? Uh, you've been there and fire the coach. I, Let me tell you who's a free agent. Chris Paul is a free agent. Is he a restricted free agent or a total free agent? I think agent? he's a total free agent because uh, okay. the Clippers traded him in the last year, so he came in under that Clipper contract. My understanding is that, and that's the MVP of your team, folks. Now the question is, if you're a Chris Hart, uh, if you're a, uh, a Chris Paul fan, how durable is this guy for the regular season and the playoffs? And I think that's a legitimate concern. If you are a what uh, Chris Paul, Gordon Hayward played. 
I think he's averaged in his three-year NBA career 62, 63 games a year. It's so one he's of those missed two. at least 20 games a year. Kyrie Irving is averaged like 62, 63 games a year. He, that's your two best at Boston. <clears throat> and before everybody, well, if they'd have had Kyrie, if they'd have had this, if, uh, if the Rockets had had Chris Paul, you know what? You're all probably right. You are. But if Bruce Jenner had been born with different equipment, he'd be the women's decathlon champion in the 76 Olympics. You have to deal with what is. All right? Uh, LeBron James would not have gotten a pass. When Kevin, uh, Kevin Love's another one. Kevin Love, and I tweeted this one the other day, Kevin Love has as much durability and toughness as a French soccer player. I mean, Ke- Kevin Love is like a radio. He's really good when he's tuned in. But, dude, when he is broken, which is about 60% of the time, you can throw him on the trash heap and use him as, as a paperweight. He's awful. LeBron James would have gotten no pass whatsoever if he'd have lost. Well, Kevin Love wasn't there. The, all, the only other all-star on his team wasn't there. Kevin Love. Nobody would have cared. LeBron James puts that team on his back and wills them to win the game. I don't care if you like LeBron. You don't like LeBron. He's too. He gets all the calls. He's too bragging. Whatever. Dude goes to Boston and wrecks house. All right? Uh, it's unbelievable. You know, and we're already starting to make excuses yesterday for Durant because Andre Iguodala wasn't, oh, my God, Andre Iguodala, the, the guy that averages six points a game. He can't, oh, my God, really? Uh, you know, and to their credit, I think Golden State came back in the second half and was able, Houston helped them. Boston helped them by jacking up all the bad shots. And I think it's just philosophy. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, uh, Golden State is the only team in NBA history, the only team that's ever shot themselves into an NBA title. That is a strong that's, – that's, that's the only argue, team ever. That's, they've done it. They shot themselves into it. Well, and I think, Tara, in a game that you, you would think would be dominated by at least four to five players on each roster having players at least 6'10 and over, it's amazing to me how the NBA is still, to me, and obviously Houston proved this out, is still such a perimeter-oriented game. It's a European game now. The game has completely went European. It's completely went physical. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I've avoided this one. We're going to get into this. I think it's time to throw some fire, some gasoline on the fire. Uh, I will give you my LeBron James, Michael Jordan take when we return. Can't because for, for the next two weeks, that's all we're going to hear all over the country. Who's better? Uh, and, uh, and, by the way, the Cavs are going to get beat uh, probably in five. But that doesn't diminish the greatness. And, oh, he's three and seven in the finals. You're listening to Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Walter, Jamie Foxx, The Edge, a segment brought to you by friends at GB Cooley, reminding you to support an incredibly worthwhile cause, Louisiana Special Olympics. Back in a minute. If you've been waiting for the best deal on a truck, the wait is over at Courtesy of Ruston. 12000 off MSRP on 2018 Chevy Silverado with the All-Star or Texas Edition when you finance with GM Financial. These crew cab trucks are two-wheel drive or four-wheel drive. You can get the ever-popular Z71 along with great options like embedded navigation, hands-free OnStar, and the good-looking 20-inch wheels. 12000 off on Silverado through the end of May at Courtesy Chevrolet Buick GMC and Cadillac I-20 exit 86 in Ruston. If you could talk to your animal when they say, they're telling you to take me to North Monroe Animal Hospital. Listen closely and you'll hear what Dr. David Weber hears. That's a thank you for taking me to North Monroe Animal Hospital. For your animal's health care, call Dr. David Weber at North Monroe Animal Hospital, 345-4545. No animal too small or too large. 
Well, you better call Dr. Weber first on that one. 345-4545. I am Jessica Ledoux, member and employee for Washita Valley Federal Credit Union. Becoming a member of Washita Valley is much easier today. Memberships are now open to anyone who lives, works, worships, attends school, or owns a business in any of our seven parishes that we serve. Our goal is to offer you personal banking and to make sure you're getting the best rates possible. Washita Valley currently serves Caldwell, Franklin, Jackson, Lincoln, Morehouse, Washita, and Richland Parishes. We know you have a choice when it comes to your finances, and to us, you're not just a member. So if you live, work, worship, attend school, or own a business in Caldwell, Franklin, Jackson, Lincoln, Morehouse, Washita, or Richland Parish, let Washita Valley provide you with excellent service and secure financial well-being. Membership eligibility required. Member NCUA. Special Olympics of Northeast Louisiana provides athletic competition and year-round sport training for children and adults with intellectual disabilities. It gives them the opportunity to develop fitness, demonstrate courage, and experience the joy of competing. For more information, go to www.laso.org or call 1-800-345-6644. Living on the Edge makes weekdays more fun, especially when you're doing it with Terry Waldrop. And welcome back in Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx rolling here on the 29th day of May 2018. Thanks for spending part of your morning with us as always. Look, if you're having trouble listening on the radio, go to the App Store for iPhone and Android. It's a free download, Red Peach Media. Click that on, and then click on Sports Talk 97.7, and you will be able to listen to us uh, at your pleasure. We also put the uh, the podcast up, I think, pretty quickly, uh, usually after uh, the show, so you can go back and, uh, and listen. I don't listen to myself very much, Jamie, because I don't like the sound of my voice. <clears throat> I don't. It's just, you know, if you've ever done that, you're like, man, it's really me. That sounds I'm, terrible. I'm not very comfortable with it either, but... At some point, we will be, not to, to let the cat out of the bag, we'll be having some, some improvements made here uh, over the summer. Uh, don't Air know conditioning, they, maybe, perhaps? Air conditioning would be a good start, uh, vents that work, uh, but maybe we're, we'll be able to try to, uh, some new equipment. We need uh, a sponsorship perhaps. from an air conditioner company. We do. Carrier. We, we, we will uh, cut you a deal. <laughs> if you can get the station, the, the studio cooler here in West Monroe, we will cut you an advertising deal like you wouldn't believe. So if you're with uh, Southern Air or Jilly's or Carrier, Newcomer, whoever, Carrier, whoever. Fred's Air Conditioning Fred's, Service. Billy's Air Conditioning Unit. Uh, Hit at, me up oh, at Twitter, at Terry Walter. Let's talk. Billy's Air Conditioning and Rodent Control. If you're listening, uh, we are uh, we're taking uh, uh, great uh, advertising. Con- contact Gary McKinney or Ed Bear for uh, advertising. No, no, call me. <laughs> uh, or Terry Walter, and we'll hook you up. Absolutely. Call me. All right. So, uh, before I get to Michael Jordan, LeBron, I, I do want to do this one because I, I think it's kind of funny, uh, and I think it shows a little insight. Uh, there was a guy that was missing from the Boston Celtics home game against Cleveland in Game Seven. Jamie, arguably their best player. Now, Kyrie Irving has been out. We knew he was injured. He was out, and it goes to a Game Seven. If you're Boston. And you're Game 7 of the Eastern Conference Finals. 
This evokes memories of the of the great Celtic teams doing battle with uh, Andrew Tony, the Boston Strangler of the Philadelphia 76ers. Yes, uh, some of the other great, the Detroit Pistons, Boston Celtics of the 80s. You know, look, you're in the Eastern Conference Finals. It's Game 7. It's Boston. There's something magical with that, right? And uh, Kyrie Irving wasn't there for Game 7, Jamie. Now, what could have stopped? Was it a traffic accident? Was it maybe he was donating his time at a, at a homeless shelter? Was he donating blood or something? Uh, I mean, was he performing surgery somewhere, uh, filming the latest commercial? Those commercials are pretty good, by the way, where he's the old dude. Um, no. No, no, no. He had elective surgery on a deviated septum that day. Game seven. Hey, we're playing game seven. Hey. Can I do my elective means you you, you can choose. One yeah. Hey, yeah. can I do it that day? Not supporting your teammates. Uh, now this is not life threatening. Hey, we got to do this now. Or no, deviated septum. You can. Most of us are living with one right now. In fact, most of us are, are and deviated in other ways. But in this case, a deviated septum is in ninety nine point nine percent of the cases an elective surgery. Here was Danny Ainge. Kyrie have a di- had a deviated deviated septum. Yeah, well, something. Sounds like my vocabulary. Uh, deviated septum, had some surgery on it, and I don't think he wanted to be seen. This is Danny Ainge. Yes. And his agent, Irving's agent, Jeff Wester, said the star guard wanted to watch the game but wasn't allowed to fly due to surgery. Uh, yeah, so this was well, – well, let, let me ask you this. Okay. Now. What would you think if you so-called the leader of your team, the best player on your team, arguably, him or Hayward, and Kyrie certainly has the, the ring to back it up. Uh, hey, you coming to our game seven? Because, hey, we've gotten here without our two best players. We're on a roll. Man, we're playing LeBron and used to play with LeBron. And, you know, is there anything you can make help us do to win game seven? Nah, dude, I'm having sinus surgery. What, how does that work? You know, I know how it would have worked in a locker room maybe a generation ago. How does that fly in a locker room today? People are like, oh, yeah, dude, that's cool. Oh, no, he'd have been here, but he had uh, he had uh, deviated septum surgery. What had happened was uh, there was this accident on the road, and I had to help. Uh, there was a, there were, like, cows. I had to help pick the cows well, up and, off. Really? And I know, believe it or not, I know a lot of people, uh, and, and I'm not a doctor by any stretch of the imagination, but I am pretty sure in most medical journals it is okay to fly with a deviated septum issue. Now, I mean, this is pre-surgery even. Okay, uh, you get up into, I don't know, ten, ten, twelve thousand $12,000 feet, you're not going to pass out with a deviated septum most of the time. Uh, you'll be okay. Uh, you can usually, uh, now it may get a little thin, I, I don't know, you can, you know, but if you're on, uh, right, exactly to your point, you've got, you've played with this dude, LeBron James, you know, you know, basically what he does when he gets up in the morning to whatever, or you should, and now game seven arguably and i you know i don't he could have had bonus money sitting on this too by the way oh yeah he gets I a mean, playoff share yeah he gets a playoff Ky- share. Kyrie's not worried about a mortgage payment apparently not because he's going to go you know i'm just gonna you know i really don't need this 80 grand i'm probably more i what better day to have deviated septum surgery than the seventh game of the playoffs where i could be sitting on the bench let me think uh nah, call the doc up let's get this done today instead of Postponing okay. it 24 hours. Mark Jackson, who's coached and played the NBA forever. He's an ESPN analyst. By the way, Chris Weber, 
God knows that guy's awful on the mic. He, Chris Weber has pictures of somebody in compromising positions I've for them to continue putting him out there. He's an embarrassment. Anyway, I'll go off of that later. Uh, Reggie Miller is as good as Chris Weber is as bad. Yeah, Reggie Miller is. Good. Reggie Miller is really good. Uh, so anyway, Mark Jackson said Kyrie is so valuable to this franchise. You never know what he sees that a coach does not see. Very true. If he's just sitting home chilling or somewhere, not important, to me, that's a problem. I would much rather have Kyrie Irving in the building. This is game seven. I want him here all the time. He's too valuable. As a matter of fact, he's more important than an assistant coach is to me right now. Well, keep in mind, this is, uh, again, I go back to, I think the key word here is elective. Uh, This is not like he ruptured an aorta, right? And he's not bleeding through all kinds of orifices. He is uh, having an opportunity here. This is kind of like, you know, I know even like a root canal would be, you know, you got to get that done pretty quick. What if Tom Brady skipped the Super Bowl? I'm just asking. You know, the best player for the Patriots, right? Right. And I'm not comparing Brady. Let's see, that that would be a bad comparison. Uh, Say Roethlisberger Mm -hmm. maybe skipped the the NFC or the AFC championship game because he couldn't play. Just, what do you do it? Dude, I'm having deviated septum cernum. After that, I'm having my feet scraped. Yeah. Can you imagine the back? What if LeBron James skipped a game? There would be a national day of mourning. Something tells me LeBron James would be at a game seven if he was uh, had two broken arms and a broken leg. Are we wrong to no. question this? I think we. I think it, it it does speak to his, you know, teamwork. Maybe maybe this is addition by subtraction for the Cavaliers because if you're looking at. Kyrie Irving's uh, deviated septum has been the least of his issues the last few years. Deviated he's got he's had three seven. operations on the same knee. Game seven. I mean, money. Uh, money's riding on this. Bill Russell, John Havlicek, Bird, JoJo White. Bill Lambeer. All the great. Kurt Rambis. Well, I'm talking about all the great Celtics. Hell, even Chris ja- uh, Phil Jackson would have been out there All for game the seven. great Celtics. The right. history, their tradition. And you're going to be out because Willis Reed literally put a cast on his leg to walk out and ju- the great Willis Reed from sure. Graham to walk out there in game seven of the NBA finals back in the early 70s for the Knicks. It could not walk. Literally was in a, needed a hover round Bobby Hill style to get around. Inspired the dude wanted to be. The, you have elective deviated septum surgery and everybody over the age of 40 is like I am. It's just incredulous that they're going, what? And everybody under that age, the millennials are going, well, man, he had to get his stuff fixed. I mean, he couldn't do anything. He couldn't He couldn't help anything. There, he, the excuses come, the excuses. I bet he wouldn't turn down a playoff share if they'd have won game seven. Uh, no, he found a way to get his share. And Danny Ainge and his coaches, Say that Stevens, have to go cover for him. And I don't. I mean, that to me, uh, you do your due <laughs> diligence on a background if you're trading for – and you, you find out about stuff. I mean, stuff like this was obviously – a part of his character before he was traded from Cleveland to – and, and you see, I mean, you see it's, it's I want to be the face of a franchise. Jamie. If you're the face of the Boston Celtics, you get your behind at least on the bench for a game Is seven. Kyrie Irving a top five player in the NBA, not would you my, say? Not in my Well, opinion. I mean, just overall talent. You look at you look at LeBron, you look at Kevin Durant, you look at uh, uh, Anthony Davis, uh, Steph Curry. I can't put Harden in there after last night. Uh, I probably would put Kyrie in there. It's, it's certainly a top ten, sort of like the LSU question: Are they top five? Are they top ten? Uh, program style. Uh, Kyrie, I'm going to say probably is a top five talent in the NBA. He could be the face of a franchise, right? Correct. 
take any of those other guys. Take take LeBron James out because he's such a lightning rod. Take Kevin Durant. If Golden State was playing, Chris Paul was there last night. Yeah. What, he didn't play, right? Isn't that what I saw? No, uh, he was not there. He, he was on the bench encouraging his teammates, obviously upset because he couldn't play. Uh, he, he wasn't having, uh, you know, hair implants put in or, or, or whatever else that you could do. <laughs> I'm just saying, if that had been another star, does Kyrie Irving get a pass? Yeah, you know, I, I can't, to your point, I can't see any player outside of Kyrie Irving doing something like that. But apparently, I mean, this speaks to, to me, this – this is when crunch time is there, and you want you, – you got a guy like LeBron James. Was Gordon Hayward there for the games? I don't know. the. If you guys know the answer to that, let me know. Yeah, I mean, he, could be, he could be AWOL as well for all yeah, we know. Was Gordon Hayward there for the yeah. Boston Celtics during the year and during the games? Yeah. If he's on my payroll, your butt's going to be there. Yep. Absolutely is. It was the Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Walter, Jamie Foxx, always opening a can of worms for you to enjoy or to be enraged at. Either one doesn't really matter to me as long as we get a reaction. This segment brought to you by our friend, Mr. Bobby Manning, who always gets a reaction. Tremendous North Louisiana attorney specializing in criminal offense, wrongful death, personal injury, whatever you need. Bobby is the man for you. 318-324-1411. Bobby Manning, attorney at law, and the edge churns on after this. You take pride in your lawn. That's why you cut the grass yourself. Here's Richie McKinney. A big yard calls for a tough mower. The Hustler Fast Track is engineered with commercial features for the homeowner. Right now, get your Hustler Fast Track with a powerful 23-horse Kohler engine and 48-inch welded steel deck at our lowest price ever, just $49.99. That's over $1,800 in savings. Plus, qualified buyers can finance at 0% for 42 months. Come see our full line of Hustler mowers today at your outdoor superstore McKinney's in Ruston. Model 936054. This is Steve Brennan inviting you to the Jeep Celebration event at Brennan Dodge in Ruston. We've got huge savings for you, like $4,000 off MSRP on remaining 17 Wranglers. 18 Jeep Compass is only $22,900. 18 Jeep Cherokee is only $19,900. 18 Grand Cherokee is only $34,900. Or take $6,000 off limited models. And 18 Ram Quad Cab is only $22,900. Don't miss the Jeep Celebration event going on now at Brennan Dodge in Ruston. If your gas gauge doesn't work, you might run out. If your speedometer doesn't work, you might get a ticket. Don't risk either one happening to you. If the gauges in your car don't work, call or come by Dash Solutions in West Monroe. They can fix anything that's broken, and most repairs are done in less than an hour. The solution to broken gauges is Dash Solutions. I-20 at 5th Street in West Monroe, 355-8595, 355-8595. If you're a homeowner, you know how important curb appeal is. It does make a difference how your home looks from the street. An old broken garage door does nothing for curb appeal. In fact, it can lower your home's value. But a beautiful new door from Bayou Overhead Door not only adds to your home's curb appeal, it can provide the protection, privacy, and energy savings your family needs. For over 35 years, Bayou Overhead Door has installed only the best, highest quality clo-pay doors and equipment to homes and businesses throughout North Louisiana. Now they also offer seamless gutters and durable floor coverings for your garage, patio, porch, or driveway installed in just a day. 
So whether you're building a new home or remodeling your existing home, call for a no-cost consultation about the right garage doors for the best curb appeal in the neighborhood. Bayou Overhead Door, 322-1090. Or visit their user-friendly website, bayouoverheaddoors.com. How does it feel? You're officially living on the edge. Hit Terry Waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let him know. It's The Edge with Terry Waldrop. And welcome back in Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx rolling here on a Tuesday, the day after uh, Crutch City. I've renamed Houston. It's now Crutch City. They are Crutch City. There's nothing wrong with that. They are indeed Crutch City. And uh, we'll see if there's a missing piece out there some way where. Uh, you better keep what you have. Yeah, you better keep a nucleus together. But Jamie, when I watched that last night, I don't mean to delve back into this. It looked like almost bad AAU basketball with exceptional athletes. Mm-hmm. The shot selection was just Pathetic. ungodly horrific. And uh, you wouldn't think of that about a D'Antonio coach. Team. Yes, you would. They jack it. They're they're playing slower than he wants to play. He, he was. He was the guy that started the thing in Phoenix, and, and it well, works. But you see where it goes when you get it's, – It's almost Loyola Marymount style back in the late 80s, early 90s, um, where it's just so many possessions, and if you're shooting it, man, you are rolling. My first year as a college coach, we averaged 116 points a game. You're at, serious. At I'm dead serious at Navarro Junior College. Good God. Y'all 116 points a game. How fast did the shots go up there? We ran a drill in practice called Cycles. And uh, the other assistant that I got to be really good friends with, he later went on to Oklahoma, uh, went. his wife was a, uh, a flight attendant, so which means he gets to fly for free. Mm-hmm. And so he got the ability to fly out to California and went to a bunch of Loyola Marymount practices, got to know a few of the assistant coaches, got out all their drills and everything. We averaged 116 points a game in 1992, 93. Uh, the cycles drill, though, is you would have all five guys, and you would have a 30, or I think it was 37 seconds we used. Everybody had a three up within th- – because it's, it's back, forth, back, forth, back. So it's five trips up and down the court. In 37 seconds. In 37 – well, shots. And, you know, if you have to chase a bad shot, it goes forever. So you want to shoot a shot every four to five seconds. And a bad shot, that, that was just the deal. A bad shot had to go up. Didn't matter if it's good or bad. Everybody has to run. And it's a mental thing. It's, I mean, we were down. I can't tell you how many times we were down in halftime. Uh, double figures. And you come up and win by 40. Because, you know, in a college game that's 40 minutes, uh, somebody has a, you know, oh, let's just say 92-74 lead on you, and there's 10 minutes to go in the game. Well, their kids have 30 points apiece. They've played minutes. They're tired. They went up and down. Our guys are used to it. But, and I finally was able to talk the head coach into it, it wasn't a sound move for the postseason. You could win games in the in the, in the the regular season like that because nobody was used to playing that way. And there was always a next game. You get into postseason play, especially in college where it's one, you know, you got to win one game to get to the next. There's no seven-game series. And so it's not a sound of a philosophy as it is in the regular season when there's always a tomorrow. And so at the end of the day, in postseason play at the highest levels, it always comes down to can I guard you, are we tougher, and can we score when we need to in any sport. It's what it comes down to. And I I think you saw that with the Rockets last night. I mean, they stayed to their credit. Everybody's on D'Antonio. Look, they shot more threes and made more threes than anybody in NBA history this year. 
So they danced with the one they brought to the dance. Problem is, is uh, she got drunk and passed out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is the second time though you've been to the to the brink of the finals, and you you're and you can't you can't get, you can't close the deal. You and, can't you know, close the deal. If they had Chris Paul, well, again, if they had Chris Paul, maybe we're having a different conversation. Today. The fact is, they didn't. You take an injury-prone guy who's been injury-prone throughout his career, mm-hmm. and you throw him out there in that hectic, chaotic style that Steve Nash thrived in, actually, in Phoenix. He gets hurt. You can't close the deal. Your your MVP that you're purporting, everybody's pushing James Harden for MVP, although James Harden couldn't guard you or chooses not to guard you. Trevor Ariza, literally, they had to put his face on a milk carton last night. He pulled one of the biggest no-shows in NBA playoff history. Uh, he scored the same number of points as you did, Jamie. Uh, he's 0 for like 12 or 13. And uh, a couple of them were pretty decent looks. Some of them were just jacked up, god-awful stuff. You're going, how in the world? Trevor Reese is a 13-year pro, too. And he has a chance to go to and, – and that's what he turned it'll, in. It'll, it'll, and it happens. I mean, in. everybody has those performances. But what I'm saying is your focal guy, James Harden, who is the cornerstone of your franchise, look what he did. When it mattered the most, he he was not in this series. Jamie, dude's not even MVP of his own team or backcourt. It's Chris Paul. You know, ask Houston today. Hey, would you rather have James Harden sit out last night or Chris Paul? I guarantee you, ninety-five percent of them would say, uh, well, "Let's take Chris Paul." And who emerged for this Houston Rockets team to take it to seven games? That, like you said, with some other players were disappearing, was none other than uh, a player the Pelicans fan loved to hate, and Eric Gordon. Yep, he played well, especially played in the first well. half. Yeah. Second half, he was a liability. He was. He was a liability in the second half, couldn't make shots. And so, you know, is the league changing? Yes. But at the end of the day, and I think I think the Rockets had, and I, I think the Rockets had the right game plan, especially early, to be real physical with Golden State. Golden State doesn't like the physicality. No, they, they don't. They, Draymond Green's the only guy that, that really liked it, and he really doesn't like it that much, just more so than Steph Curry and uh, Kevin Durant who Kevin Durant is, is Teflon, incredibly talented, arguably the second-best player on the planet right now. But uh, physically, eh, not so much. Um, but they have the right thing. Now, can Cleveland muster that to, to do that? No, LeBron. The, it's LeBron James in a cast of millions you've never heard of. I'm sure Kevin Love has probably had, uh, I don't know, transplant surgery on whatever body part is hurt now. He probably won't be back. Uh, who knows? But uh, the worst group that LeBron's ever gotten to the finals, you credit LeBron for that. They're going to get beat, uh, and I hope I'm wrong. I, I actually hope Cleveland wins it, but uh, I don't think they will. I think it's going to be a five-game. I think it's going to be like last year. It's going to be 4-1. Four 4-1. To one. Four to one. Most people feel that way too, Terry, and I think uh, based upon what you've seen performance-wise from uh, – and, and to, to the Warriors' credit, I mean, they have not played with Iguodala very much and supposedly Kerr. Oh, no, no Iguodala. No Iguodala. Six Kerr points a game, man. Yeah, if Kerr seems to think that's the uh, the trilogy, uh, if if Iguodala plays, but uh, again, if you're Houston, it's where you go from now. You know, what's interesting to me, Terry, you talked about that that type of play Loyola Marymount said, uh, you know, played, and that you know you kind of I coached it for one you year. You coached it for one year. I grew up in Birmingham watching a little bit of different style of play, which was Jimmy Tillett and, and John and uh, I, I coached Austin. against Jimmy Tillett. Loved it. They had a point guard from Brother Martin, believe it or not, named Mario Lopez that played for Sanford. Okay, stop. And stop, I thought stop. this is the greatest brand of ball. I have. I mean, no, no people would like it except me, but I thought just the 
I know you didn't get but that's what No, you, I did. I appreciate when it. When you're Tillette and you have Sanford's talent, that's what you go with. Well, no, I mean don't 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 hey, don't kid yourself. They had some talent. Don't, they no, had Will no. Daniels from Washita at yeah, one point. He was, he, I mean, he, was, he, he was a good player, but I mean they had some other guys that were yeah. significantly better. Uh, Jonathan Pixley, who was right. out of Catholic High School in Baton Rouge. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joey Davenport, a kid out of Kentucky, was really good. Pixley actually won a state championship this year. Uh, he's the head coach at Dunham mm-hmm. uh, in Baton Rouge. And they won a high school basketball state championship. No, they had players. And this is when John Brady was there. Right. Uh, Jimmy was the assistant, and they were always my scout. Uh, very difficult to play against. Didn't make a whole lot of mistakes. Very well coached. Uh, as a matter of fact, that was sort of the precursor when I went to the Princeton philosophy mm-hmm. uh, some years later. I went and visited with some of those people, and uh, they gave me a little few insights because I remember coaching against it, preparing game plans against it, and it was uh, it was not fun. No, uh, because they were just so precise in what they did, and and everybody runs a variation of Princeton now. Fast, uh, it, it was early European stuff. <clears throat> they spaced the floor, but just the but it was always predicated on good shot selection. Rick Pitino, when he first went to Kentucky, had a deal: nobody could shoot threes off the dribble. In other words, I had to create the shot, pass it to you, you have your feet set, you catch it, and you shoot it. He didn't care because the odds are there you're about a 15 to 20% better shooter when you don't have to dribble the ball because mm-hmm. you're reducing the movement and motion of the, of the shot. Uh, last night, I watched Teresa get a couple rebounds, offensive rebounds, dribble out, and literally out with a new shot clock, and shoot fadeaway threes over nobody. It just there were awful shots. And just one With time after the left, other. Plenty of time the, left on the clock. Just, just burn a new shot clock. And you got Harden who going to the basket, James Harden, you can't stop him. Can't stop James Harden going to the basket. Mm-hmm. But he's content to stay up there and jack threes. It's just. Um, and when you don't have an answer from the perimeter, you've got to have an answer inside. Or you let the air out of the ball, I would think, which obviously Houston's incapable of. Oh, they're capable. I mean, D'Antoni's well, they're not willing to try. Well, you yeah. go with what's been your strength, and the strength has been pushing the ball up. The, I mean, who would have thought they'd go seven for forty-four? I promise you, they didn't. You know, uh, Earth, Houston, we have a problem. You can take a mid-range jump shot. You know, if you hit five or six mid-range jump shots, now all of a sudden that three-point shot looks better and better because you got people with confidence making it. They blazed away. To their credit, they stayed true to what their system was and. Uh, their system's going to have them watching the NBA Finals at home going coulda, woulda, shoulda. Does Houston ever get back to that point? Can they keep the guys there uh, that they have? Can they keep Chris Paul? Does Chris Paul want to come back to that? Or Chris Paul, if anybody's value has been raised through the roof in, in this NBA playoffs, Chris it's Chris Paul because he's shown he can come in and take a co-starring role. Uh, how crazy would this be? You see Chris Paul and LeBron James team up. Well, it's funny you should mention that. I saw a little bit on that today. It would take some fiscal gymnastics on the part of the, the Rockets from a, a salary cap standpoint to pull that off. They'd have to jettison a few people. One there, I didn't realize this. Ryan Anderson has like a $42 million contract on the books. and they're, They tried to trade him this year and, and weren't able to do it. So they've got to – they're going to have to jettison some salary. But, yes, I think if – if you see some some movement on the Rockets roster here very shortly after the finals, uh, you'll know that they're making a play for LeBron James. Now, can it be pulled off? I don't know. All right, LeBron James ain't going there. I, and I think last night showed everything he needed to see. Where do they go then? Where does he go? Not Los Angeles. Maybe. I would. It would not surprise me to see the Lakers pull off a trade 
And I think the biggest detriment to LeBron James in Los Angeles is not Lonzo Ball. It's LeVar Ball. Mm-hmm. It would not surprise me at all to see the Lakers pull off a trade to ship Lonzo Ball out of there, who is going to be a – he is going to be a journeyman NBA guard. He's not going to be a, an all-star. He's going to be a journeyman NBA guard that's solid. He's got a good upside. He can't shoot. Mm-hmm. And until you know, and plus the negative with him is his dad. Nobody wants to deal with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's the detriment. If you're LeBron James and you're going to be chasing a title, you're going to lose the last two NBA championships. The guy's been there eight years in a row. Okay, eight years in a row. Phenomenal. Dude has been to the NBA finals. Right. Well, he hasn't played anybody. He's played everybody in the league. He's played everybody he can to get to the well, the East is weak. Well. We'll get into this in the next segment. This this proves to me, though, Terry, I, I'm 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 on LeBron James bandwagon now. I can't see how to take this team to the finals for eight years in a row. This this cast of characters over the years that have been in Cleveland, uh, he's got to be <coughs> Michael Jordan. I would say, that, and, and I, I'm, I'm this is how I'm I'm falling on the side of, of of LeBron James. I think Jordan had slightly more to work with. Yeah, you think so, Scotty Pippen, right. and that's and what I'm Rodman. making. That's what I'm making the distinction. With. Ron Harper, right. even Steve Kerr could shoot the lights out of it. Kirk was a fantastic. Luke Longley, yep. Bill Winnington. Yeah, Jordan had slightly more to work. He with. He had more to work with. So you listen to Sports Talk 97.7. We come back, an NFL guy that's not having fun, and we can't have that because you're supposed to have fun. Okay, the fun league in the NFL. He's casting shadows at the Patriots because he didn't have any fun there. When Cassius March. Oh, my gosh. The Millennial Countdown returns after this. This is Sports Talk 97.7. This segment brought to you by our friends at Spondavelle. Pair up with the special people in your life. Hook them up with a Spondavelle gift certificate. 318-807-1060. Spondavelle, Lemmy Lane, Monroe. The edge rolls after this. Test drive award-winning and trusted vehicles at Ryan Honda in Monroe. Like the all-new 18 Honda Accord, named 2018's North American Car of the Year. How about an 18 Honda CRV? Named Kelly Blue Book's Best Buy Award winner for Best Small SUV Crossover for 2018. You put your trust in Honda, and you can rely on Ryan Honda. For more information, visit Kelly Blue Book's KBB.com. Kelly Blue Book is a registered trademark of Kelly Blue Book Co. Inc. Named North American Car of the Year, January 2018. I want to tell you about my friends at North Monroe Animal Hospital. Specializing in all medical and surgical care for small animals and even providing a boarding service. My friend, Dr. David Weber and his staff are always my choice for my animals. It should be yours as well. Located conveniently at 4300 Sterlington Road, which is 165 North, you can reach out to them at 345-4545. That's 345-4545. Tell them you heard it here on 97.7. North Monroe Animal Clinic, the official animal care provider of Terry Waldrop and the Edge. On a big truck's journey, the driver faces long hours, unrealistic deadlines, and fatigue. Driver fatigue could lead to devastating accidents, leaving people seriously injured or killed. A big truck wreck requires serious legal help. I'm attorney Bobby Manning. If you've been involved in a wreck with a big truck, I know what to do for you. Don't delay. Call me today. 
Attorney Bobby Manning, office in Monroe. Call 324-1411. How do you like to spend your weekend? All work, no play? Get the most out of summer with a Hustler Raptor starting at $25.99. Here's Richie McKinney. Hustler mowers are built stronger and perform faster, allowing you more time to do the things you love. Right now, McKinney's has the Hustler Raptor for only $25.99. That's with a 42-inch welded steel deck and 22-horsepower Kohler engine, and you can finance with 0% for 42 months. Stop by McKinney's today, your outdoor Superstore and Rusted, model number 935742, financing for qualified buyers. I'm bad, and I'm better than ever. Got a knack for making things better. Face, face, cause your opinion don't matter. This maniac is gonna step on whomever. The Edge with Terry Waldrop is back and better than ever. Hit Terry up at 888-993-7762 to join in on all the fun. And welcome back to Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx segment brought to you by my friend Billy Justice and Vantage, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I'm going to push the football story until tomorrow. Uh, the Marsh guy that didn't have any fun with the Patriots, that, that'll be uh, – That'll be fun tomorrow. 888-993-7762, Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union text line. I do want to address this. CBS Sports, Jimmy, you just pointed this out, and I'm going to take exception with this. Uh, when I tell you dynasties in sports, what comes to mind? What's the biggest dynasty in the history of sports? Well, obviously the Patriots are no. in the thing. No. 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 UCLA basketball. You know what? 13 consecutive national championships. I was born in 1960. I should have known that. All right. That is, nobody else comes close. All UCLA. Right. UCLA. Other dynasties that you think about, certainly the Patriots have had a dynasty. And to me, a dynasty is you go through a long period of time where you're at an elite championship level. Consistently. Consistently. I think the Patriots organization, incredible, right? Uh, I look at the Bulls. They're two – Three-peat sandwiched in between a year or two, right? When the Houston, when Clutch City in Houston won back-to-back championships, and now they're renaming the to Clutch City. Uh, I look at dynasties. Could you say LSU baseball for a time was a dynasty? I, you know, maybe. I, Close I think, to it. I, I think a really, really good program. Uh, I think the Bulls were a dynasty. I think the Pistons for a brief period of time were a dynasty. I think the Showtime Lakers for a brief time, we're a dynasty. Alabama football, I think you got to say it's a dynasty right now. Sure. I'm not ready to call Golden State, the Golden State Warriors a dynasty. I'm just not. I mean. Okay, if they win this fourth series, which they're wildly predicted. I'm still predicted, not doing it. Still not going? I'm still not going there. Okay. Um, I just, I don't know. I just, when I think of dynasties, I think of domination of everyone else. You're talking about like a 10 to 12 year period. I know. I'm talking to even a three to four year period where they're just clearly better than everyone else. And you know the funny thing about the Warriors, if Draymond Green doesn't kick somebody in the Scoobies, they're probably having their fourth straight championship right now. And we're talking about them as the greatest team ever in the history of the league. Or are they just the greatest team right now given what this league is? I like that point because you could make the uh with free agency and the way players come and go, we'll obviously see uh, that'll be the, the hot topic over the summer is where LeBron James ends up and a lot of other free agents, not just him. And it's hard to me, uh, Terry, 
you you can't really count on a core coming back every year anymore like you could. I mean, in other words, one of the things that that I used to like, you know, growing up is I'm a, I was a Houston fan because that's what we all did as far as the the Astros and everything. But because I could, it didn't seem like players changed as much as they do now. It's it's almost like a, a you know the roster turnover is unbelievable, and to me, uh, you're going to see that in, in all all these these two teams certainly in the finals, certainly the Rockets. You'll see something. I mean, you've got you know some players that are going to be retiring uh, and moving on. To me, it's a, it's a transition. So, I guess what I'm trying to say in this day and age of free agency, for the Warriors to consistently be in the conversation does lend itself to talk of a dynasty. Are they there yet? I think that remains to be determined. Yeah. Um, I, I just, I'm not buying it. I'm sorry. I, I think they're a really good team given this day and age. And they're going to probably, they're, you know, I'm going to tell you they're 75% favorites to go out and beat Cleveland. Uh, FS has a good point. Would Chris Paul go to Cleveland in order to team up with LeBron? I don't see him leaving the East, Jamie. I, mm. I really don't. So if you look at Philadelphia, which I think is a possibility. I, I think Philadelphia with Ben Simmons and Mark Hale, those younger guys, Embiid. And, again, Embiid's another guy that's uh, often hurt. Mm-hmm. I think Philadelphia is an interesting possibility. Uh, New York, I'm still not buying the Knicks, even though Porzingis and all eh, you know, He's a great player. I'm just not buying it. Um, where would LeBron go? I, and I would tell you I'd have to leave Philadelphia maybe. Um, well, you know what's being talked about, though, Terry, believe it or not, and, and, and I don't think it could be mistaken that LeBron James is not a big fan of, of uh, Donald Trump. But one of the attractiveness about lit playing in a place like Houston as opposed to California, no state income tax in the state of Texas. You know that better than anybody. Uh, yeah, what LeBron is making and what I was making, although they're very close right. in the figure, uh, I think LeBron still has me a little bit. So if you're LeBron, you notice where he went before in free agency. Florida. Miami, Florida, yeah. also no state income tax. I, I, so. I don't think that has a big factor in it. Well, I, I, I really do. Hey, LeBron maybe not. more off, off endorsements and everything like that. No, he doesn't. I mean, it would not hurt him to be in a higher tax bracket. No question about that. I'm just saying at this point in his career, what are the things he's looking at? Yeah, he's Is he looking for retirement. For, well, <laughs> and, and – you know, and L.A. presents those opportunities probably better than I think Cleveland. he wants to do movies. I think he wants to do in the movies. I think politically, and you mentioned that before. And, again, we, you know, we're not going to get on this tangent today. I'll leave you with this part, though. Uh, and Hogan goes, uh, you know, Hogan, I don't see why James would leave the East. Uh, you're a good point. He's a diehard Rockets fan. Had his heart broke. Hope Chris Paul stays. Me too. Uh, Anthony Monroe, LeBron and Simmons are very similar. I don't see that working. Uh, New York did hire his boy Fisdale as the coach. Uh, LeBron's close with him. He's also close with um, what was the what was dude's name that was at Cleveland that they got that fired. He's um, uh, Mike. Uh, oh gosh, escapes me. No, 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 no. The coach that was Mike was it Mike Brown? Yeah, Mike Brown. Mike Brown, who's yeah. the assistant at Golden State? Yeah. And so, if there's a job opening in the NBA, could they pop? You know, him into that position, and, and you know, that's his boy. And, Ty, and you know, Tyron Lucia gets some credit. I can't believe I'm going to say this because I'm not a fan of any New York teams to speak of, but I would I would kind of like to see LeBron in New York to see if, if, the, if the Knicks can be resurrected from the dead. I mean, it is a franchise that needs, uh, you know, that needs some kind of big impetus, uh, a big name to come in there to help out Porzingis, and, and I, I wouldn't mind that at all. Well, um, LeBron ain't going to help nobody, dog. 
All right. Now, don't well, use that. Yeah, LeBron's going to come in and you know, help pour We started the show come trying on, to be, you know, talking about the milk come of human on. kindness, and, and and here we are here at the end being, uh, you know, jaded again. But I, you're right. I mean, it's going to be whatever, wherever he thinks he can get, quote, unquote, a ring. LeBron has and, two or uh, not. Wherever he goes is going to have a chance to get a ring. Sure. Let, let, let's dispel that one right now. Put him on any team, and they're going to be the favorite to go to the finals, especially in the East. Now, the West a little bit different story. Mm-hmm. I think you got better teams. Um you know, what What does he do? Is there a situation where he can come in and, um, again, Philadelphia? And, and I think Anthony has a good point. He and Simmons, although Simmons is playing point a lot. Yeah. I think you, you're speaking. Let's, let's stay in the East for just a minute, okay? I think Philadelphia and Boston are the future of the East. There's no, I think so. With their current. Currently. Uh, Philadelphia for sure. Uh, Boston, maybe a tweak here or there. Um I think Cleveland, you know, if if he does leave, do you, at that point, do you just blow the whole thing up and just go What did Cleveland rebuild? do before when LeBron left? They blew the whole thing up, mm-hmm. and they were god-awful, and they brought Kyrie Irving in, and they won 28 games. And now he wasn't happy, and he's moved on. Now, so. you know, he left the greatest player in the game because he wasn't getting his, and, you know, now game seven, his new team. Boy, doesn't that endear you to your new teammates? They're playing game seven against the guy that you left because of, and, uh, yeah, you, you can't show up to the game. By the way, Gordon Hayward and the other kid that was hurt were Managed to make it. Yeah, they were at the game last night on the bench or two, a couple nights ago. And I understand Gordon Hayward also needs some deviated septum surgery as well, but he decided to postpone his. Yes. Yeah, do you think he could schedule that maybe on his wedding day? I mean, you know, Kyrie Irving, dude, seriously? Well. Deviated septum. I mean, at least – that Jamie, that's the story they came up with after thinking about it. Yeah, but you know, if you're Danny Ainge, you made that you made that trade with a clear conscience, and now you're 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 basically excusing that and saying that it's well, okay. What are you going to do? Call it out and make him mad? I mean, you know what? Look, you bought it, dude. Let me tell you something. You bought it, brother. There's there's always ready somebody. There's always somebody that can take a place on a roster. Now you may not be as successful for a while, but I mean, you know. We're, you see it in baseball, uh, franchises transition, restructure. Different game. Uh, jettison players, and all of a sudden, five to six years later, they're in the World Series. Um, different sport, different game. NBA is completely different than the other sports. Because Transcendent of, stars in the NBA are far more important than they are. As good as Tom Brady is, mm-hmm. he plays half the game. He's the quarterback. When the other team has the ball, he sits his butt on the sideline. Right? A great pitcher, you work every four days. Uh, if you're the best uh, shortstop in the league, you're out there half the time. You bat once, one out of every nine. NBA, completely different. You're on the floor the entire time, potentially. Think, which, which, think, think about this, Terry, as we leave. LeBron James is 35 years old. He's been in the league for 15 years. And that the body, the pounding his body has taken over those, and he still wills a team to the finals. Well, he's at the top of his game right now. There's no question. All right. So, appreciate you coming in today, Jamie. It's going to be fun. I think it's Sean and them are cranking up at 3 o'clock this afternoon for the sports company. Make sure you guys listen to that. Thanks to our sponsors today, Washita Valley Federal Credit Union, Mr. Bobby Manning, attorney at law, GB Cooley, our friends at Spa Novelle, and our title sponsor, Dr. David Weber, Northwood Animal Hospital, simply the best pet care you're going to get anywhere in the free world. Go see him on US 165 North in Monroe, 318-345-4545. Contact us about the Houston Rockets brick shooting camp coming your way this summer to a gym very soon. For Jamie, for John Tabor, I'm Terry Water. Aloha, folks. Have a great day.